Welcome back to Je Ne Sais Quoi. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ada. And we're your hosts. And today we have another special guest. So welcome to Je Ne Sais Quoi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm very excited because Megan is uh, one of Michelle and my friends who we met in middle school and just throughout high school we got to hang out a lot but now since we're done high school we don't get to see each other as much um so Megan would you like to introduce yourself totally um my name is Megan um yeah we were all in a couple of clubs together and stuff like that so um I'm definitely missing those you know discussions that we would always have um but yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> yes, good times, high school clubs, and now it's like so hard to do clubs online. Anyways, I think that like before we were recording, we were just talking about how sometimes when you introduce yourself, it's hard to know exactly what to say or like what part of yourself you need to put forward. So I think that goes nicely into the subject we're speaking about today, which is identity. So... Megan, do you want to tell us why you thought of or how you came to this topic? Totally. So I feel like I've been thinking about identity a lot recently, especially like coming into such a so many changes that we're going through. Um, And especially like going into university, you're kind of asked a lot to just describe yourself in like 100 words or less, you know, have those little blurbs that you'll say, oh, I'm Megan, I do this, this and this. And I don't know why, I don't know if this is like a universal experience, but writing those little things, I was kind of like, oh my God, who am I? Like, um, and it was just interesting to see the differences of like what certain people would say about themselves uh, versus what I would say about myself. And I felt like there was like very like specific things that I kind of had to mention, like, oh, intersectional feminist, vegan, climate activist. um, And then like, you know, they would move to like activities. So like gymnastics coach, like um, sailor, things like that. But then it was kind of interesting to think about like, oh, now that all of that's kind of over, like, what will I say later on? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like I'm not a gymnastics coach anymore. I don't know, just thinking about things like that. And that's kind of what kind of got me rolling on this idea. And then I started thinking about kind of the like labels or categories that we'll kind of adopt for ourselves so I don't know about you guys but like being a 2014 middle school geek that was like peak time of like media where there would be like categories that you choose from so like Harry Potter, Divergent, Hunger Games, Percy Jackson like you name it it was all like very much like what is your one personality trait that you choose from And so I feel like I was very susceptible to those kind of things. And I took them very seriously. So, yeah. And even just like, I don't know, finding your identity when you're a kid, like those BuzzFeed quizzes, like, you know, what trail mix item are you based on your favorite school subjects? I don't know. It's just I always really loved doing those. And just like it's interesting to think about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I was literally thinking of those BuzzFeed quizzes. It's so funny that you mentioned that because I feel like, yeah, like peak 
middle school, beginning, like, high school. Though. Would ma- I, I feel like I would think, like, oh, what is this trying to say? Like, what category, what place am I in? And it's, I feel like we, there's so many pressures when you're younger and then you start realizing when you're older. And I feel like right now, especially in these times, you start thinking more deeply or I feel like I am I mean I feel like I've always been like that but it's really interesting and I also find like when you put a blur about yourself I would get like stressed and I would be like who am I like I don't know and it's I feel like I'm too young to know and I haven't discovered this or that yet and it's such a difficult thing at times that's so true and I feel like there's also such a difference between who you like want to admit who you are and like like how much information you're willing to kind of admit to other people too. Like there's that kind of aspect of it as well. Yeah, you both just said like so many things. I'm, I don't even know what to go off of, but I think I'm going to start with the university part because I like I think what you said, Megan, about how it feels like when you're writing your university applications, they want to know about who you were in high school. So then when you go to university, that chapter kind of closes and it can feel like you're like not the person. Like, I think this plays into feeling a bit like an imposter because you feel like a different person and you feel like, you know, I'm not the person who they wanted to have here and everything feels a bit up in the air. And I was even thinking too, um, with our first episode, when we were talking about imposter syndrome, And we even did that quiz, like, to see, like, how much we had imposter syndrome. There's something very, like, comforting about those types of quizzes. And I know, Megan, we were talking, too, about, like, the Myers-Briggs personality test. And then last night, it was, like, really late. And I was like, wait, should I do that test, like, before this? episode but no I, I don't have time so like I don't actually know my personality type but and then astrology too you mentioned which is like I think a big one I think a lot of people now are like getting very interested in astrology and all these kind of things where we type ourselves so many examples I just have to say about the astrology thing like I, I find it so interesting and I feel like it's become almost like trendy Instagram accounts and all these things like are you like if you're a Libra here's this funny meme or if you're a Cancer Gemini here it is and then with the apps like CoStar I love checking that and seeing but I I don't know I feel like that ties in a lot I mean it is specific to yourself and your identity and like seeing who you are and like what you can learn from which I really like and just like growing like I feel like when you uh, like see yourself or you read about stuff that like shows that you're growing I feel like that's a really interesting thing and I guess a nice thing to like obviously learn but then like for yourself like go in and explore yourself and then put that outwards totally I think that's so true and I think in terms of growing like when you're a kid you're just trying to find yourself you know you're just trying to like find out who you are and things like that so it can be really helpful to just like take those you know personality types and to just kind of label yourself as certain things but on the other hand it can be kind of limiting and like on the negative side I guess like you know bad habits it's like a huge part of like people's personalities and when you can kind of like 
type yourself as certain things, it almost becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So like, oh, like I'm the late friend. Well, you're going to become the late friend, you know, and that's me. That's a self call out. Um, Me too. And or things like like for Libra, like it's like, oh, overthinker. I am a huge overthinker, but just kind of having that like almost like validation of like, oh, it's okay because you're a Libra. I'm like, okay, great. Like now, now I can just be an overthinker. And, you know, it's just things like that. So it's just interesting to think about how sometimes it can limit yourself almost. And I feel like people don't really like change or my people, I don't really like change. So it's almost like I've noticed certain parts of myself will be like, oh, I have to stay to who I already am. And I don't want to like, not that I don't want to grow, but I want to kind of conserve, hold on to the things that I already feel like I already am, if that makes sense. And I think um, a big part for me is like the desire to identify or define yourself. Because I think a lot of times, especially when you're a kid, like, other people will try to define you or like tell you who you are and I for me I remember when I was younger in like elementary school other kids would always be like oh okay so these are like the smart kids these are like the 40 kids and then like I don't know like I remember just I was like the nice I was like oh Ada she's so nice um and I remember like really 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 wanting to be a smart kid and I was like I'm gonna be this smart kid like people just don't know how smart I am and then I think in that like in high school that really was like a I made that be like who I was and I think like now that I'm coming to university and everything's so strange online and like the marks just aren't like how they were in high school it's so weird for me to like realize that that doesn't have to be because I think it was kind of like a like self-defense thing I was like well I don't want other people to say who I am I'm gonna like be smart and it was very like I don't know I was very driven to make that be my identity but I think in the end it was kind of like unproductive I think when other people try to tell us who we are it makes us like so much more strongly want to define ourselves totally and I think Another interesting thing is like, you are of course such a smart kid, but you're also a really nice kid and you're also a sporty kid. And like, like why choose one thing? You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's kind of, we all sort of grew up with like that idea that you kind of have to like choose your one kind of like destiny, like who are you? And there's not one answer, obviously. I don't know why there was like some kind of disconnect for me. Like I always kind of wanted to have like an aesthetic you know like have like one kind of like thing that I would just kind of adopt but all of the aesthetics that I wanted were so conflicting like so like oh I want to be like super relaxed and just like carefree but then I also want to be really like on top of my shit like you know it's just it's really funny to think about that kind of aspect of it too Mm mm-hmm I think like I, I mean I mentioned especially like at our age and stuff and talking about like childhood there's a part of you that like wants to let go of like maybe or like for me of who you were as a child and growing into an adult but then also like holding on to who you were because I think there are key elements and like the memories that you will cherish and the friends and everything but it's it's an interesting time and especially like if we were I mean you guys are basically on campus but 
if we were actually like doing the real university lifestyle, it would be like totally different. I feel like we would have maybe grown even more than now, but it's just interesting. I think letting go of who you were then, but also like keeping a part of it and like exploring new areas and just finding who you are but it's like really limiting especially now and I feel like I've struggled with that or but what you were saying like in I I feel like I felt that a lot in um primary school middle I basically all throughout school like who I was because I felt like I was never sporty kid never like a smart kid and I was like who the heck am I and it would be like almost stressful because I would like think of some people and I'd be like yeah they're totally this kind of person and this kind of person and it's like why do you have to label yourself or put yourself in a box of like oh who are you because you don't really know and then it's just weird to think like like and it would like almost make you feel bad if like you didn't know who you were what kind of person you were and it's just such a weird thing to stress about or to even like feel negative about like you're young like even now like we're still pretty young so it's just very funny yeah Megan what you were saying about wanting to have a certain aesthetic I remember being in grade one and like going to my teacher and being like when am I gonna have my own handwriting because like you know when you're a kid and your handwriting is just like chicken scratch and it's like it just looks kind of like everyone else's I was like like madam I need to know when I'm gonna have my own handwriting like I need this ASAP and she was like I don't know like it just kind of takes time and then like over the years and it's interesting too because like I think the way you get your handwriting like you kind of just like practice and then it like changes and then I think it kind of like plateaus but then it can always like change even depending on what mood I'm in I find I sometimes write differently and I think it's almost like an analogy for how like I guess sometimes to find yourself like this sounds so cheesy but you don't need to like look super hard you kind of just need to like wait and I like I think for something like having like a fashion style like when it comes to clothes like I feel like it can be like oh like I need to just like overhaul my closet and like weed out the things that aren't me and like only have the perfect closet that's me but I feel like a lot of like the more superficial identity things like that kind of work themselves out over time so I wonder if that like is true for maybe the more internal parts too like do we just have to wait for things to like settle out as we grow up I don't know is that a question like or like (laughs) yeah I'm just thinking that you guys can say whatever you want yeah like I think too in terms of finding your identity like a lot of things like so what I noticed, I know I'm talking a lot about like these personality quizzes but I I took them very seriously and um especially like I was a huge Harry Potter fan and like when I did the little Pottermore quiz they they made it kind of a big deal too you know it was like oh put in your headphones focus like you're being sorted or whatever and I got like sorted into like Hufflepuff and I literally can say that I experienced a like shift in personality like I I would consciously like try to be nicer and try to be less bossy because when I was younger like I was well, I'm still bossy, but that's like a whole other topic of like the vocabulary that we say to little girls, you know, as bossy or whatever, yeah. but that's for another time. But I mean, um, 
I think that there were certain aspects that I kind of noticed that I didn't like. Like, I didn't like that I was bossy. I didn't like, you know, the mom friend and stuff like that. I kind of just wanted to be carefree. So maybe, like, filling out that quiz, it was, like, who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? And kind of, like, having that validation that, like, you can be this. Like, if you want to be something, you can kind of, like, become it over time kind of thing. Yes. It's, like, I resonate so much with what you're saying about like be, like I think especially when you're younger like just really disliking certain parts of your personality and I like I so like vividly had those feelings of like wanting to change parts of who I was yeah but Megan you're not bossy you're a boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also you know you get to choose who you want to be it's so weird to like think that you can choose who you want to be and like is that helpful or is it unhelpful but right and I think that like like okay so there's many like different parts of like who you are I guess like you're gonna be different around certain people you know in certain situations and I think that like a lot of people are quick to judge that as like oh you're fake or something or like you know two-faced and stuff like that but I think that that's such a weird thing to say because it's like such a natural thing that everyone does like everyone's just trying to like exist to the best of their ability you know and like try and be authentic but especially for certain like aspects of like identity sometimes it's safer to kind of be a certain way around certain people I I also feel like I feel like everything somehow goes towards social media but that has such a huge impact on who you are then you see other people and your friends and then there's this like whole I don't know, I almost feel like a vibe or energy shift and like either like you aspire to be like that or there's like an aesthetic and it's just so weird to think that like a little app, Instagram, whatever can influence that and then like, but like it's also for the better too. Like there's definitely a lot of positive, but there is also one thing you said in the text when you mentioned like for this topic, Megan, and I really like, like how we see ourselves and how others see us. And I feel like we already kind of talked about that, but that like, so I just thought of something that just like really annoys me because I swear I don't say like, like, like all the time just talking, but I swear like on the podcast, I might say it a lot and then I am editing and I hear that and it's just like so weird, like the different aspects of what you think and then what you hear back from people or even you hear back from yourself by doing whatever work or it's just interesting yeah I been thinking a lot about my identity in the context of this podcast because um I think like between this podcast and my Instagram when people in my university program meet me I think they that's like basically what they have to go off of other than like my tiny little face box in zoom so it's kind of really scary for me like Michelle told me last night that she like requested to follow this person from my program on the podcast and I was like what like now they're gonna see this like is this like and I struggle with that too with the podcast because I'm I'm also like is I it sometimes feels like I'm not the person who to make a podcast whatever that means and our guest Noah who we had on the podcast we were talking about that too how like just like the type of person to make a podcast it's kind of a weird thing to say because I feel like in some way everyone 
wants to talk about themselves and like be heard and in some way we just really want to hear about other people so that's for another episode but yeah and I think like between the podcast and social media like I said that's like who I am like who I'm portraying to new people and that's kind of scary and it makes you really like I think with the podcast I'm like very like like Michelle will sometimes have ideas and I'm like no 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 we can't do this like it needs to be perfect and like I always want things to be like really like consistent and like just kind of like putting forward I guess like I want to be consistent so I want my podcast to be consistent because that's what people see and I one thing with social media this is another guest we had but I really like um on Emily's Instagram bio I think she says like she's had this in her bio for a while she says um, my meticulously curated online persona and I just love that because like I think it's true like when you're when like your Instagram feed is what you're putting forward to the world it can take up like so much of your mental energy trying to like make it at, like as close to you as possible and it's just very exacerbated by online university that's so true there's so much pressure to kind of like show like this is who you are this is who like the world will see me as so I need to make sure that everything that I post is like on brand or whatever uh I totally get what you mean and in terms of like what you were saying about like not this type of person to do like the podcast and stuff like that I think that totally goes into the thing about growth and how we can kind of like put ourselves in a box like oh up until this point I haven't done it so like I'm not going to do it and I think that kind of ties in like I was thinking about like activities and stuff and like extracurriculars and stuff so like right now not a lot of things are available but I you know want to like keep getting involved in stuff like that and so I kind of I joined the synchronized swimming team um which is like kind of random, like I've never done that before, but I've, I've kind of like trying to make an effort of like doing things even if I'm not already good at them because like not every activity that you do, not every, you know, piece of things that you do has to be on that list of like, like integral personality traits or integral like things of your identity. And sometimes you can just do things for fun and you should do things for fun and, you know, explore still like, I feel like we have a lot of pressure to kind of like, like, okay, this is who I am and this is who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. But it's like, no, you're going to grow. You're going to do new things. And we are so young. Like there's lots of time to (laughs) get new hobbies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That like, yeah, like putting a label on yourself is exhausting. And like, I feel like there's no need. And I often think, I guess because I listen to music a lot and different genres and I've like seen a lot of different artists I like talk about like why do we have to put ourselves like pop indie folk like why do you have to do that and then there's so many artists that blend everything together and then switch and it's just such interesting thing and like what kind of music do you like oh you listen to pop like it's just so bizarre or oh, you listen to indie? Uh, and it's just so weird. It was, and also with identity, like, like, I'm sure this is such a universal thing, but, like, listening to music, like, you can really find yourself or hear words that you're trying to articulate that the artist just put out there that you're like, yes, that's how I've been 
feeling and it, I feel like it's such a beautiful thing but then also you like hear stuff that's like can be painful to hear that maybe you've been struggling with or something but it's like really nice to feel seen and you can identify with and it's, it's yeah and there's just so much out there in terms of music so I feel like that's very there's something for everyone Speaking of music, I would love to keep this conversation going, but I have to ask, Megan, what is your song recommendation this week? Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, so I decided that it was important for me to choose um, a Taylor Swift song because I think this is kind of true to when I was younger, I was like very, I fancied myself a bit of a music snob. I would only listen to the Beatles and I made it known. Like I wouldn't let anyone hear the end of it about how I, like, oh, I I don't listen to any like new, like teeny bopper music. And I, I limited myself and I made like a conscious choice to not do that. And I think I like grew out of that obviously. And now I'm kind of like overcompensating for it by like listening to whatever I feel like, (laughs) as I should. Um, But anyway, I think I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan now. I love her so much. Um, And I think she's also gone through many different identity phases and different, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, genres. But yeah, so I chose um, the song Mirrorball, which is on her new album, uh, Folklore, which I love. I love the whole album. Um, And I think this song is not only just really beautiful and atmospheric it's also has a lot to do with identity and it's kind of about how sometimes you have to like change yourself around certain people or you know things like that and I think there's a line that's like really uh important in it I guess it's called uh I've never been a natural all I do is try 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 and I think that has a lot to do with like what you were saying about handwriting and stuff like that like you don't you don't just kind of like are born with certain identity things. You have to try different things and see who you are, I guess, in the end. And for all the tryhards of the world, I think it speaks to us, you know. Yeah, it's a great song. What about you guys? I'm going to go with a song from Cocteau Twins, which I really like this group. And it's funny because I... I don't know if I discovered because I knew of them before, but the song Cherry Colored Funk during, I like started listening to it at like the kind of the beginning of quarantine. And I feel like that song somehow like just speaks to me. And I remember having it on repeat and like over the last couple of days I've had it. And there's something about it that's really like atmospheric. And I just, I feel like I could find myself in it. And like, I feel like a lot of the things that I don't know people say with the cocktail twins is like so you don't even know like what they're saying <laughs> like some of the lyrics like I think they're swearing in one of the things it sounds like they are but they're actually not and it's just really funny but there's one part at like a time of one minute and 56 seconds where I like transition and that transition just like it feels like magical and I feel like I have to really analyze the lyrics to really find out what they're talking about. But I kind of like that I don't exactly know. It's just the music and just the way it goes, like, up and down and the high notes. And it just, I I love this song so much. It's, like, probably one of my top 
five songs of all time at the moment because you know we're always changing but I feel like I have a special connection with the song and I just I love it so much (laughs) what about you Ada oh well I love both of your guys recommendations just getting me thinking lyrics stuff now I'm thinking of that thing when like you know when people put like the there's like that picture I didn't really get what this was but there's a picture and people put like their album on Instagram do you remember what I'm talking about yeah like go click anyway like the four albums or whatever or something yeah Uh, but my song for this week is sitting on the dock of the bay by otis redding because um my roommate like her friends like recommend her a new artist every week and then she like listens to them on Spotify, which I think is a, a nice idea. And like, like, I think it's also like, she was like saying how she wanted to have a more um, diverse music taste, I guess. So again, it's like that you kind of get to decide those parts of yourself, which is really like, now that I think about it, kind of a blessing. And yeah, that song is just good vibes. Yeah, would recommend. I love that, that, like, her friends, like, suggest a new song. That's such a cool way to, like, interact and just, like, be like, oh, this is what I'm listening to. You should, too. And that's cool, like, every week. Wow. I would love to do that. Song exchange or, like, artist exchange. Michelle's music school. I feel like I'm already enrolled in Michelle's music school. Yeah. yeah make like playlists for everyone like oh listen to this to this to this and I think I've I have to just mention this because I feel like I've seen this a few times but I feel like it's such a high compliment when someone sends you a song or an artist or an album or whatever that they're like oh this reminds me of you or I think you would like this like whenever like something with a song suggestion that you give everyone like that's how I feel like show love and it's just nice to connect yeah so I think love is the right word and I think if you're listening we're sending our love to you through our song recommendation so yeah thank you so much Megan for coming on the show thank you so much for having me this has been such a great conversation Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I say this all the time with all the guests like oh we need to have you back for like a part two or even like something else because I feel like we could talk about so many different things with you Megan and it was just it was such a pleasure and I'm so glad we have you on the Je ne sais quoi podcast oh such a pleasure to be here such an honor (laughs) okay bye bye